Oh, was that Wolf Collector? It was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did it. I did it. I figured you'd hate that. Why? Yeah. I know. I know. All right, well, the joke ended. It usually kind of lingers, and then we eventually have this to This is come what happens to, when you've been away for too long. we got to come to a realization a podcast has got to start. Well, <laughs> it has. Welcome back to the New Blood Rising podcast. Thank you so much for downloading this episode, No Way Out, 2002. We have two episodes left in the season. And then we're done. We've gone through our season of 17, WrestleMania 17, WrestleMania 18, or if we're going to go proper, WrestleMania X7 to X8. WrestleMania X8. Charlie has a new notebook. I had to buy a new one, 50 cents, and I wasn't happy about it. <laughs> Where are you going? Uh, <laughs> it's a 50-cent notebook. Yeah. His face on the front. <laughs> so I'm William Rankin. You've heard Charlie Seville. You heard Martin Dixon just now and the fourth member. Come on. Oh, hi. I was, even though I said he's got a new notebook, but all right. Just go ahead and just say your damn name. My, Who the hell are you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have, I kept thinking, for whatever reason the other day, like some, I, I, I think it was on the newscast, somebody kept like talking somebody up, and all I kept he, remembering was when, uh, when Todd Pettengill was, talk, was trying to talk to Stone Cold in like the broadcast center, mm. and he's like, you ain't got to build Stone Cold, brother. Oh, well, I was like, right. <laughs> you just <laughs> shut your mouth too, honey. Sorry. Oh yeah. He just blows Sonny up. Just out done. <clears throat> but nevertheless, here we are. We're now in February of 2002. Mm-hmm. We, we had a fun time at the Rumble. Great time. That was a Rumble. fun episode. Mm-hmm. Loved the Rumble episode. Now let's see what happens. Because like, I, I will say like I I think this year shows that they had a good run of they they knew what they were doing. For the most part, January, February, March. And then it was after that was always when, ah, oh, well, we'll see what happens until SummerSlam. And then it's like, ah, oh, fuck all until the next year. But, all right, so No Way Out 02, we're in Milwaukee, which is actually a very underrated wrestling town. If you mm. think about all the things that have happened in Milwaukee, like, in terms of, like, big big wrestling events or matches, I mean, Austin 316 happened there. Mm-hmm. The awesome Austin Dude Love over the edge match, which was, I mean, it, it's probably the peak of Austin versus McMahon, honestly, right off the bat. I mean, it, it, I never felt like it got that good again. Probably Austin's best uh, title defense from that first yes, run. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I know I'm missing, I'm missing at least another. I know, and crazy thing is, they used to host Super Brawls, so this was actually a WCW and WWF town. There's a mm. lot of stuff that happened in Milwaukee, so. Um, no way out. WWA town? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Absolutely. So it's actually fascinating because, like, you well, know, it was in Garnia, Garnia, Garnia territory, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, yep. yeah, yeah. All types, all types of uh, crossover. But we're at the Bradley Center. Thirteen thousand, pretty good crowd. Four eighty four for this buy rate, pretty strong. So you know where we were at with Royal Rumbles, one point six. Mm-hmm. Where do you put No Way Out? Starting with Charlie, uh, five hundred thousand. So if uh, we'll do it this time since I didn't write down the actual buys, oh, I wrote actual down the buy, buy rate. Buy rate yeah. number. I'd say a, mm, a point eight. Point eight, Jason. I'm going to say one point one. Martin. Uh, I'll go one five. Martin, you're the only one who went over this time. You're, He's you, got that, but he was close. He was still very close. Mm-hmm. It's one point three three. Oh, which is pretty good. I get to play the game. That's right. Time to play the game. Murder, <laughs> murder. It's all about control and who you take it from. <laughs> yeah, pay the toll. And, and 
Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> would be so much better with wrestling themes. Pay the toll. I love that. <laughs> you gotta get somewhere and you want a shortcut, gotta pay up at least two bucks. That's, so, a, that's the dead guy, right? Oh, for Drowning Pool? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes it yeah. is. He looked like Jebediah Wyatt, didn't he? He, did. he looked like Baron Corbin. Ah, it really stomach looked normal. If, if Baron Corbin went back in time and ate Baron Corbin, yeah. that's what he would become. Well, you know, 2002, 2014 years, you can get in shape and lose a lot of hair. Sure. Um, you guys, no intro video? Did, you, did Martin? Did you ever? Did you find an intro video for this that existed no. somewhere? Um, on the network, it's just straight in. I can only assume that it's been expunged because of music. License bullshit. Oh, unless, there, unless there never was one to begin with. I don't think there was one because later on there's a horrible video package that's ruined by generic music. Yes. But I remember watching, because I didn't see the pay-per-view when it happened, I remember watching Heat, and this is when Heat was on MTV and it was live. Yeah. All of Heat was like a promo package. I got So it was like, Heat ended, you see the NWO, you see them walking and coming out, and they're like, the NWO's coming, and then like it comes... Then this normal stuff comes on because they want you to go buy it. So let's take a brief step back for a sec. Uh, by the way, also for good backstory on this, go check out um, uh, it's four CRs and it's part two of their NWO special. It's fantastic. Um, it really goes uh, it goes a little bit deeper into the early O twos when they brought back Hogan, Nash, and Hall and sort of the how are they going to fit in type of things that are going on with it. So definitely go to. Um, Go to 4CR on Twitter so that you can get to their page so you can listen to that episode because it's really, really strong. I listened to it before I watched it just so you know I could try and pick up on some things maybe I didn't know, and there definitely were some things. The cool thing, I, I think this is probably one of the coolest entrances for NWO just because of the way they do the... It's a, one time they do the video effects because I've never liked it for Goldust, really. It's no. okay. I never liked the John Morrison one yes. when they would do when the WWF would do the production truck thing. I, do they do one for Tyler Breeze now? They did, did they do but one? I think it ended real quick. I think this one they did for the NWO coming off right off the bat. It looks so cool because it actually looks like how Vince McMahon said, and that's what I was kind of going back to as well in his promo, which is an amazing promo. Mm-hmm. The kill, kill, uh, my, kill my own creation. Um, this entrance really reflects that because it is. It feels like a poison that's that's coming in. By the way, if you if you haven't listened to that promo, it's also on that four CR episode. It's amazing. It is an amazing. Promo as far as a monologue goes, it builds so brilliantly to him just completely insane by the end of it. Yeah, it is awesome. It really that, that that's an audition piece is what that is. You walk into an audition with that. I, <laughs> guaranteed part. Well, what are you going to read today for your audition? Well, I brought the Vince McMahon to the Mirror promo from 2002 WWE. You realize we're trying to cast uh, Felix Unger. The, the WWF <laughs> is dying. <laughs> I get off on it. <laughs> so, um, a promo right off the bat, which sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. Sometimes it feels like a raw when you do that. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. this is appropriate. The, I thought the way they executed this was actually pretty cool. The way they were, they, they they kept it up the whole time. The whole like, well, hey, we're just here to we're we're just here to hang out. Yeah, we, we're excited to be here. Let's talk about the set. Yeah, the set looks really, really cool. cool. Like yeah. The, yeah. Three tractor trailer or the two trailers and then like the Mack truck right there. It's called No Way Out. People are walking in, do you but guys people are, are leaving. Do you remember what was the set for the two thousand one No Way Out? Was it any like was it anything substantial that you remember? No, it was a, a small circular screen and then two screens either side. Okay, yeah. It, 
I think, I they, think this was the first time they went with the road motif. Yeah, I, and I don't know how long this era lasts where they do, like, the really cool sets. I don't know if it goes all the way up until, like, I know, like, in the, after 2010, they basically kept the same everything set. Everything looks like Raw. Yeah, everything looks like yeah. Raw, except for Mania, which, and it makes sense in a way, like, if, if you're not going to allocate your resources to making every set look amazing, make WrestleMania just look out of this world every True. year. Mm-hmm. So, if it, it, it's a de- it, it's a trade-off, but it kind of works out, but this set looks amazing. It's yeah. really, really cool. Um, now, I, I do not care for this promo. The, I don't understand the, the, it. The substance, see, that's the thing, though. I get, I like the um, the spin they put on it, but you have <laughs> but, to do more with it. What is the NWO? What, what do they think that they're here for? Like, Vince said one thing, mm-hmm. and then the NWO comes in and says something different. Why well, even play that off? This promo, I think, would work better if they did. Like, the problem is, in this show, they don't do anything until the very end. Mm-hmm. Right, if the little backstage segments if, are... If you're going to be poison, you need to you need to run in on almost every match. Yeah. Or you need to interfere somehow. That, to me, like, signifies real poison. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, just, you know, flirting with Steve Austin and The Rock. Yeah. And then, you know... Uh, you inter- need to beat your hardcore champ. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, like, and take it from it. Yeah. Because you're the NWO. Do that. Yeah. All right. So, I, it was more promo for the TV audience. Yeah. The reason why is because if you're there, I mean, of course you know it's the NWO, but what if there are people that, I mean, are strictly 100% WWF fans and never watched WCW, don't know these guys, and they're coming out saying, oh, I'm happy. Hogan's like, I'm happy to be back. You're like, I'm happy to have you back. Meanwhile, Jim Ross is like murdering them, telling, you know, he's giving them, they think they're bigger than the business. Uh, really funny stuff that were, you know, Scott Hall's like, I'm just here to have some beers with the boys. Yeah, and they, and they go, not you. And Jerry Law goes, ha, 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 not you. And I'm just like, oh. Yeah, it's weird. Like, yeah, Nash says right off the bat, they have heat coming in the building, mm-hmm. which yeah. is like, that's totally legit. And they said we're marks. Yeah, yeah they're using yeah. insider terms. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't know. It feels like a mixed message kind of promo. I, I do love that the Hey Yo got a huge pop. Yeah. Sure. Like, oh, really sure. cool. That was the best part, other than Hogan getting choked up. Yes. Yeah. that and And that's... That's we'll we'll definitely talk about that more with WrestleMania 18. Like oh, how yeah. much they knew they had a backup plan for if the crowd did what they did. Yep. Let's oh, react yeah. this way. But anyway, yeah, you're. T- I saw that and I was like, and I didn't know it at first. I was like, is he getting choked up? But mm-hmm. I think he was. Oh yeah, good thing he had those dark glasses on. Oh yeah, he's Shock. still like the problem is, and I'm gonna go around and see if you guys. Do you guys ever really feel like he fit with just those two guys? Like even though that's the original NWO, like it always feels like he never fit with them. I had that thought too. You know, Hulk Hogan is hanging out with Razor Ramon and Diesel. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. It's a little strange, but I, I think, of course, it worked. Yeah, totally. Yeah, just not here. Martin, did you feel that way? Like, like Hogan just kind of feels, like, on the outside of this a little bit? At this moment in time, yes. Because he he looks to have aged about 15 years. Yeah, and his tan has gotten darker his and darker. Yeah. He's, he's, he's the full he microwave hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's you a, got it. You got, dirty, you got dog. it. Dirty dog. <laughs> what? <laughs> there, Charlie's doing the, yeah, the, the Hogan hand. The is a bit nonsensical considering, <laughs> yeah, JR is just, it just makes JR look like a bit of an arsehole. Yeah. yeah. Especially <laughs> the fact that he just hates these men just because. Yeah. Also, Hogan, and this is, this goes back to the WCW thing, he's from the generation before these guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, and he's trying to look younger, like, like with that. And did he need three crosses? I saw that what too. The well, Andre the Giant was going to come rip every one of them. He needs extra protection. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of vampires. Yes, so. Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee. But, I like the, his ending of his promo. It was great. God bless Vince McMahon. <laughs> like, very oh, tongue in cheek in a way. Like, and, yeah, I liked it. But um, 
They'll be a lot more cool. They'll be a lot better with Hogan as after this, which is really cool. I, if I'm not mistaken, is he PWI's Wrestler of the Year for O2? I want to say he. I is. think he. I think he did get that, or some type of award like that. Maybe it wasn't that. I know he, he had a great year. Comeback of the year. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I like. Don't they love how Jerry Lawler tries to sell? Like, oh, look how much they've changed. Like he's such a. Mm. It, like, I get your heel announcer, but, man, when you embrace that, like, when you go down that road, and I love how JR just has, he's not buying any of it. Yeah. He just hates them immediately. They killed, they killed, I like how he goes, they built WCW and killed it. Neither one of those statements are accurate. <laughs> Jim, Jim, you worked there. So, we go into our first match now. Tag Ten team, minutes into the show. Yeah, tag team yeah. turmoil tag for the number one contendership. Oh, good boy. We've got Albert Scotty versus Billy and Chucky. Is yucky versus Christian and Storm versus APA versus the Dudley Boys versus wait, wait, the Hardy Boys. Wait a minute, heck! Yeah. So, he just read it as a big list. I got individual well, rounds. Well, now wait a minute. So, so the winner of this match fights the tag champions at Mania, right? Yeah. What the hell did I just watch? <laughs> I know that's a, that's what's so dumb. We'll get to that in Mania. Yeah. I know what you're talking about because I felt the same way. I was like, well, what was the point of tag what they did? So, um. Going through this, would you like first of all just initial reactions of this? Like, because this is this is technically our opener, even though, like you said, it's ten minutes in. So, mm-hmm. going around, Charlie, what'd you think of this? This do we need? We want to run through first, like, like who gets eliminated and who comes out next? Is that? Yeah, we can do that. I mean, okay. I mean, this is basically a gauntlet match. It is exactly. Yeah, you know, exactly. for the first two teams, so we'll do it. We'll, so, Chris, um, you've got <laughs> Christian and Storm first uh, with Albert and Scotty, who. Bless their hearts. They're not bad. Start, Fink has to announce him as the hip hop hippo. Oh, that's right. And they're not a team. Uh, hip-hop, they're hip-hop. a combination of. Yeah. The yeah. combination of. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, yeah. whoa. They're, they're going to form Super Sky. <laughs> <laughs> it's a covalent bond. It's Cronenberg Albert. It's the job of Megazord. <laughs> so, this first one, like, in it's. Christian and Storm are able to... They, they pick up the victory first with the unprettier kill switch, whatever you want to call it, yeah. impaler. Christian's got three names. The execution. Yeah. Christian's <laughs> pants are sponsored by Twix. Right? Remember <laughs> the look on them? Yeah. They do, man. That's the only candy with a cookie crunch. The Hardys come out next, which, by the way, I tweeted it out. Like, the only thing that hasn't gotten deleted yet is their theme song, because it is now with Ozzy on the History Channel. For, oh, the dun-dun-dun. Oh, dun, yeah. dun, oh. Hear it on I know. I know. It hasn't gone away. I figured that is... That yeah, hardcore Holly's yeah. theme... I finally, <laughs> they just somehow wandered off fun. into like public domain. Yeah, I read something about a, a failed gimmick launch for Hardcore Holly the other day. Very interesting. Some jackass writer wanted to rebrand him as Spacecore Holly and turn him into an astronaut. Oh, I'm sure he loved that. Oh, 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 oh he did not. <laughs> <laughs> Race car driver to fucking space explorer. Space core. It's your next logical step, Dewey. <laughs> so the Hardys come out. They have a good back and forth with Christian and Storm. They eliminate them via Swanton to bring out the Dudleys. Now, um, I did not. I did. You see, who did you see going? Because when I saw Dudleys and Hardys, I was like, all right, so. Two guys, the two teams, I feel like they've kind of gone past, like, like, let's face it, it's been a long time since TLC2. Yeah. And that's why I was like, man, I don't, I just, who did you think was going to go ahead of Charlie Billy? I thought, well, I'd like the whole match. Okay. Between yeah. Dudleys and Hardys, who do you think was going to go out next? I figured it was going to be the, the Dudleys are going to be eliminated because I remember Chuck and Billy being heels. 
Oh, to have a face for sale. I got you. Yeah. And that would be, yeah, I think it's, um, they end up with a, just a roll up. And I, th- and I know Lita, there's a Lita Kanrana that's really good. Like, mm-hmm. and I think it's more mm-hmm. so, I think it's on, it's on Bubba. And Bubba, it's mm-hmm. Bubba's flip bump that he takes, which is amazing. It's a good bump. Yeah. It's good. Out next are Billy and Chuck, Billy and Chucky. Oh, with their or, uh, theme. Oh man, the uh, heat magnet. You look so good to me. Uh, there are, it's in WrestleMania. There's some great, great comments. Oh, yeah. Like, oh yeah, Jim Ross, Billy Gunn, seven-time tag team champion, has yet to make it to the Promised Land with Chucky. What do you mean by that, Jim what, Ross? What? The, the championships. Oh, we talk about how Billy Gunn had three fucking great tag teams. Like in his career, like yeah. smoking guns, Chuck and Billy, and the New Age Outlaws. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Billy Gunn. Are we, uh, are we just discounting the show guns? Oh, <laughs> that's right. Well, <laughs> I think he did use the term great. <laughs> well, yeah. So, um, with Billy and Chuck, actually, they're able to limp. They, and they, the Hardys are out quick after this. They eliminate them quick via Famouser to bring out the APA. So, um,. I really thought Billy and Chuck were going over at this mm-hmm. point because I figure APA are always they're expendable. Like yeah. you know they're going to get in some heavy bombs, but they're going to get taken out. Wrong. No. No. <laughs> uh, he, uh, bust a shit I, out of Billy. Uh, yeah, Gunn's that's, nose. That, yeah. yeah. He. Yeah. That that thing looked broke as mm. shit. So um, Bradshaw then like I, every time. Each time he does that clothesline from hell, it looks like he's just going as hard as he can. Mm-hmm. It's Billy sells it. And he's, it's Billy selling. He sells yeah. it like Rikishi or everybody else in No Mercy right, takes Rikishi a clothesline. Sold him like that. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't beat at the same time. Yeah. Or like in TNA, how James Storm used to sell the uh, the goal from Rhino. That's right. That's right. I remember that. I remember at least seeing the clips of it. I never watched that. I know. <laughs> I was say, that's, that's all you need. I never watched But, um... Uh, APA picking up the win here. I thought this was actually a really fun match. Like I thought it moved, it moved quick. Mm-hmm. It's um, you know, substances. You can take away what you can in terms of substance from a match like this because it's really like it's it's either a lot of quick matches or there's going to be a lot of quick ones and one long one in there. Yep. To to kind of bridge it, but I thought overall this was fun in terms of coming off that promo. This was a pretty decent match. Yeah, it's a good start to because their pans are already nice and hype. For the NWO coming out. Yeah. So this is kind of a, let's, they didn't really take him to the next level, but they didn't kill him either. Right. Martin, what did you think of this? Um, I liked it. As multi-team matches go, they, these are the ones I can tolerate. Because it's not just this huge cluster fudge of teams all in the ring together. I do think these function better than those elimination, or those four-corner yeah. <clears throat> tag matches. Yes. I don't like those. I've never liked those. I don't understand uh, why, they, why they don't go into, well, they drew the first number so they got to go out first it's just it seems random it just does send out whoever the tag unfortunately this pay-per-view and we'll talk about it mainly as well the tag the tag division just seems just very much like in disarray well, like you've got four teams and two teams are just thrown together right you know so i didn't care for this yeah that's okay <laughs> yeah, it's just it seems like no way out has a pattern and, it, and it'll come in later where the winner of this match will get so and so title shot at ma- no they won't None of them will. And we'll figure it out down the road. It's I, the Terminator Genesis <laughs> of wrestling matches. It, the thing is, like, if you would, if if the winner of this actually got the the shot that uh, got to represent them themselves at WrestleMania because mm-hmm. they won this match, that would be one thing. But because of what we see at WrestleMania, it totally makes us. I look, forgot all about this. It makes it look ridiculous. Yeah, it's what that's the, the biggest bummer. But. Um, 
the next, like you say about the, this next match is one I was Be- just... Before we go on to the next match, I've just been looking through my notes, and you know when you're word blind and you write something that you don't realise how it reads? Right. Mm-hmm. I've just got here, Matt beats off Billy and Chuck. <laughs> 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 What do you think of that, Jr.? <laughs> and I was like, one thing that's I also find is they're usually, unfortunately, very botchy. This one did not. This one felt like everybody, for at least the most part, was on the same page. Yeah. Some of these just, and I even think, I think Mania's gets a little fucked up too. I think that one is. Oh, a, it does. Man. That one's <clears throat> not a fun one to watch. It gets yeah. botchy as hell. But um, all right, so. I felt bad about this next match because it was like, God dang, man, where like? Because for one thing, I was trying to figure out like who are we trying to showcase in this next match, and it's Goldust versus RVD. Um, RVD, obviously, we saw him. He he lost. He had lost the the hardcore title to the Undertaker in the Royal Rumble. He did okay, I guess. Like there wasn't too much. I don't. No, he, he was in there long. He was in there for like two minutes. He wasn't particularly memorable, unfortunately. I think he just came out and immediately gave somebody a five-star. That's the first thing he did in the Rumble, which was mm-hmm. about yep. as memorable as it got for him. But we saw Goldust, who had a pretty good showing, and he's very much... I didn't. I had forgotten this. He was very much 96 Goldust, like really going all in with um, the androgynous type of gimmick, and that's cool. But watching this match, I, I did not understand who we're trying to showcase. And did, and did you guys feel that way? Like, Goldust is the one who's getting a ton of shine. And yeah. He's laying a beating yes. on Rob Van Dam. And Van Dam's taking it really well. Go ahead. Goldust is going is going very strong style on. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's, it, it just feels weird. But what, to start with you, Charlie, what'd you think of this? Oh, I like this match. Yep. Um, I actually have more notes about the commentary than anything else, but I, I remember really enjoying this. Uh, of how note. physical yeah. it was. So Jerry Lawler hates letterbox movies. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. They go into a. Yeah, that's right. Apparently, yeah, uh, you forget. All TVs back then were full screen. So, <laughs> what are those black bars, JR? Uh, JR uh, saw American Pie. Uh, yeah. that, was, that was another one. Well, uh, Lawler, well, I can tell where I, we're not going to find Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Black bars. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. One thing I agree with Lawler on uh, Mothman Prophecy yeah. sucked. Yeah, yes. that was hilarious. Yeah. I love dated jokes. I, I forgot about that yeah. movie. Yeah, I went and looked it up. I was like, when did it come? Like, it came out that month. Like, yeah. That movie's terrible. We, at USC that's that semester, that was one of the sneak previews. Was the Mothman prophecies. Oh. <laughs> thank, thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Mm, go ahead. Uh, other than that, I have very physical. Goldust is kicking ass and unexpectedly good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a, I thought they had a really interesting chemistry together. What did you think of this one overall, Jason? I like it because both of them tend to ragdoll. Like if you ever go back yeah. and watch the way they sell... Not not just for each other, but so it's like seeing both of them. It's like, oh, well, which one's going to look? And it was. I was shocked that Goldust dominated the way he did, and it, he came in kind of with a strategy. He didn't let Rob Van Dam or tried to prevent him doing what he does, and it looked good. But like he was like he was hitting the shit out of him. He's like, oh, you're from ECW, you can handle this. Yeah, I just the the thing is like with the with where this match ends. Martin, go ahead. Before I go into it, Martin, what did you think of this one overall yourself? I loved this. Yep. I, I, really unexpected. I thought this was just going to be thrown together. RVD does his shit and wins. But no, Goldust got a lot and whatever the reasoning behind it, I, it was pretty kick-ass. Yeah, I like that he controlled most of the match. 
I just don't understand what like the the point of it was though. By the end of it, it's like, is this supposed to elevate Rob Van Dam in the Intercontinental Division, like beating up a a a guy returning who hadn't been in the company for a while? Like that's the thing I don't understand. Like Mm -hmm. it feels like we didn't have anything for either one of these guys, so we'll throw them out there together. They made the most of it because of what they did in the ring, but in terms of like as it progresses, like it it fall it's going to fall under the same the same umbrella as the last match. It's like what's the point? Because obviously we see what like. Gold, Goldust is barely in Mania. He's, at least his uh, gold weapons make a pretty cool entrance. But anyway, um, uh, this is uh, this is one of those that makes you realize that Goldust isn't a gimmick. You know, he's actually a wrestler. fantastic wrestler. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and, it, and it's the thing I kept reminding myself too was like, man, it, even when he came back and he's in great shape now when he wrestles, he looks great. It's probably the best he's ever looked, even when he was the natural Dustin Rhodes, but. Yeah. He was so much better as a character in 96, and then when he brought it back here. Well, sure. Know. When they turned him into the artist, uh, that was basically character assassination. Oh, yeah. As far as I was concerned. Terrible. Goldust was never the same after that. You know, you knew Goldust would never become a main eventer, even though he was incredibly over as a heel uh, with the fans. So, I mean, the match itself, yeah, you can say what you want about where, where, what this does for these two guys. But at the end of the day, I think a good match is a good match. And uh, they, yeah, you made, they made the most of it. Yeah. I, I'm just glad that... I mean, I'm just wondering, like, um, did, if somebody beat up Mr. Perfect, do they get the European title shot then? Is that the is that the <laughs> protocol? He's at WWF New York. No, <laughs> are you no, sure? no. Uh, not <laughs> answering questions. I, I just cannot. taking his jacket off. <laughs> just look at this physique, JR. I cannot wait to... <laughs> how is this not on this? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how it came up. I'm like, that's a good the question. The thing is, though... He looked worse. Yeah, at that he moment bloated. than he did in yeah. the XWF, like been... which was only like right nine months I remember before. Because I found the DVD and I've been watching him recently. The, the one where he, he fights Hogan. Like in, sorry? <laughs> he fights Hogan on that thing, doesn't he? He does, which I love. In the fact yeah. that that was actually a DVD bonus extra. <laughs> that was the main event of that show. show. <laughs> I remember watching that. <laughs> so now we get uh, Austin with the NWO. Yes, which mm-hmm. like. As just a moment in time is amazing. Oh yeah, just as a moment, just as a moment. Oh, they're teasing Austin and Hogan. Mm-hmm. They're teasing. Yeah, that's all they're gonna do. Yep, yep. <laughs> so he runs in the NWO. They uh, they decide to offer up as a kind of like a peace offering to Austin. Like, hey, we're friendly. We're gonna give you a six pack of beer. You're in Milwaukee, and this is what you give me. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't thirsty. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> well, maybe you can have it later. And then the NWO just pusses out. Let let him through, fellas. I'm like. What the fuck is that? Well, because they're trying to be friendly, you know. Are they? <laughs> are they? Are they really like? Do they know why they're here? <laughs> <laughs> like the direction they're given is is clearly like is way off. They're being like, told two different things. You got Vince McMahon saying one thing, and Doc Hendricks is over there going, "No, no, 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 no. what you want to do? Homie? What you got to do, fellas? <laughs> you got to jump off the Titan, Toronto." <laughs> You know how you're going to get it good? You go give the Hurricane a pumpkin pie. That's where you go to next. Austin beer, pumpkin pie for the Hurricanes. <laughs> it's February. It's not in season. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, again, like, it, it's... It's like it's showing Hogan's the leader, though. Let him pass, guys. It's yeah. just, I would be like, hey, fuck you, Terry. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the... You didn't want to have a program with me back in WCW. You said it wasn't good enough, what? <laughs> I love my reruns at Monday, not Quill. No. Yeah. 
<laughs> Where the big boys play with themselves. Uh, so the the thing is, like later on with their next encounter, it's contradictory to this. That is that is a we'll get to it. Yeah. But that one with the rock is good, while at the same time completely detrimental to them on a completely different yes. level. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and and you can you can blame that on the rock, but you know we, we can talk about that later. <laughs> um, up next, it's uh, it's Booker T and Test. Another team just put together. You're telling me none of these teams that are in this match are better than Booker T and Tess? Well, well they've been hanging out a we, little since Booker T came back, right? Oh, so right. just hang out with a guy, well, you can well, just get a tag title. They were buddies. kind of in that, that, that weird sub-stable of guys that were left over from the invasion mm-hmm. that were like... Well, I guess with, they were with Vince McMahon, they were all kind of hanging around him, so yeah. like... They would be, where they're, you guys are going to do some favors for Vince? I'll do some favors for you. You want to keep your job? (laughs) (laughs) Test, you're really tall. I'm going to need you to put your hands down. Do you want to go to the parlor? It's called (laughs) fill in the blank. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I get off on it. My dick. Is, yeah, it's just Booker. Booker, I want you. Injecting a lethal dose. <laughs> oh, oh, gross. Oh, no. Oh, we have to have a board meeting on this. Tell thing. me, you did not just say that. <laughs> that would have been fun. Booker, I want you to Tell come me, over and put you your dick just in my hands. Oh, man. Oh, just but Oh, man. Taken on here, though, Taz and Spike. Quickly becoming a very favorite uh, team of mine. Yeah, and the crowds. Like, the crowd really did. They have a great chemistry. They do. Like, and I mean, it's very simple. It's just like any other big guy, small guy. The small guy's going to take a lot of the bumps. Mm-hmm. You know, the power guy's going to come in, in the end on the hot tag and clean house. And, it, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to mess with that formula. I laughed out loud with, uh, what was it? Uh, Howard Finkel's call of total combined weight of 398 guys. <laughs> And I, I, they, 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 those two men combined weigh less those, than Bubba. Yes, those two men combined weigh 398 pounds. Usually, I, I don't, I don't hate on the small guys, but I thought that was hysterical. Oh my god! They edited the music because at this Did time, remember, you know how over Taz was at this point? It's because he had Cypress Hill doing his music. It was oh, there. Was that on the forceful oh, entry? Oh. Yes, it, and it was also it was Thug Superstar. Oh yeah, because that's on the best title album ever. Forcible, forcible entry. entry yeah. Speaking of. That album is actually like I'm not gonna say like it's it's volume three. Here comes damning praise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say it's volume three, but like over these next couple of shows when they show these things, I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Driven pie. Yeah. Uh. The only one that's tacked on is really Austin's was Disturbed. Like, yeah. it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we can... By the way, this song kicked ass, and uh, we've never released it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, like, it, it, it. any of the ones they did after this, I was never really a fan of. Did that forceful entry, I thought, was like kind of like the, the swan song for like that era of WWF. When was WWF Aggression? The rap I album. think that was before. That because that was with that was the pretty Run good. DMC. The yeah. Run DMC yeah. that song thing was awesome. The Rocks, I didn't really care. I didn't like when they used the it as a theme song. Like it's a good. It's the one with Wyclef John. I think it was yeah. Method Man. Oh, it's the same. Brother, Titus Apollo Cruz, whatever. Did you hear about Titus O'Neil? No. He said he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna hand in his resignation. And, like once the end of his contracts up. Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> what. To see the joke, well, no, you guys didn't watch the draft. We did the cool little joke with Daniel Bryan. Great joke. Daniel Bryan's walking in the back. There's Jack Swagger looking like tech support with his rim glasses. 
Do that walk again? That one? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> so it's Jack Swagger and Titus O'Neil standing side by side, and Daniel Bryan's like, hey, hey, how you doing? And he goes to walk away, and Titus looks at Jack, Jack looks at him, and Titus grabs Daniel's arm and pulls, and Daniel starts laughing. No I was way. like, oh! Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Six months. Titus is so over. Wrong. He can. He's gonna be able to do so many things after wrestling. He'll leave. He'll come back. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And he's a good dude. Like I respect. Oh, that I like guy him a lot. lot. Um, this matchup, like uh, Ta- Taz ends up. Um, what's he? Oh God. Oh man, that's some odd commentary here. Yeah. Jr. goes. Oh, you walk. Taz and Spike Dudley. Uh, they've, they've been a great team. You can't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> and then Lawler says, even if pages are stuck together, and Jr. <laughs> goes, book. that's your book. <laughs> is, he, is he like jerking off reading novels? Not like no, he, just, I, I just love the count of Monte Cristo. Yes. <laughs> Call me Ishmael! <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. Um, Jack Doan like releases his inner Earl Hebner. Oh, he yeah. just, I can shove people too. I'm only four foot eleven. The headbutt that Tess gives mm. Taz to break the Taz mission looks like it's it's it, yeah. it looks like it legit Chip almost breaks his yeah it does something because <laughs> Taz takes a minute afterwards to really make sure he's uh, he's okay. Still got a face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for what it's worth, three hundred ninety-eight pounds. <laughs> it is awesome that Taz gets him to oh. tap out to that Taz mission because right. like that's the move to shut people up too. Yeah, oh yeah, Taz mission. I've done it to a I've done it to a lot of people. Oh, we'll get to a weird comment later that I kind of just just later. Is it the Booker T one with Chris? Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. I want to beat this kid. I'm gonna hurt him. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh yeah. That'll be the next episode of the New Blood Rising podcast. What's cool is Test is six. Was he six eight? Yeah. And one of hit. Signature moves in the SmackDown video game was that cheating pin. Press Y, and he would roll them up and cheat if you were close to the ropes. That's what awesome. he did. Tess like, used to cheat. You're you're six eight. Finisher. <laughs> I mean, well, it was like in World Tour. One of like Hulk Hogan's front special move was like an, an eye poke. Yeah. <laughs> you can't even just. And remember, remember it was one from the reverse was like this really bad victory roll? Yeah, this awful yeah. cradle. I'll win with this. Hogan's monster <laughs> cradle. And then like Roddy Piper Roddy Piper did like the <laughs> I hated that taunt. Which I've only seen him do one time. We hopped on one foot and like looked like he was <laughs> <laughs> Too bad this is audio. Mm, I know. Strictly audio, damn it. <laughs> but uh ta- they do get the win, and I'll be honest, like since I um I don't really. I haven't really picked up with Mitch of the Raws and SmackDowns. I have no idea where they go because they sure as hell aren't WrestleMania. Yeah, no, um, you know we skipped something real important. What? Well, there was a there was a Michael, Michael Cole, Cole interviewing Flair, Flair and, and the Undertaker showed up. Just kind oh, of made Cole <laughs> Jesus! Yeah, yeah, that, that that happened. My notes just so said, let's well, go back to it. All right, so just, Taz. Taz and Spike pick up the one they retain. So let's go jump back real quick. This was after I think the the tag match. This right? is yeah. So Michael Cole with Ric Flair. Flair says there are a lot of guys wanting to teach respect to the NWO, which is good. Mm-hmm. If, any, if anybody should have a first promo about the NWO, it should be Ric Flair. I love it, though. It's like, oh, you Rick teach respect, you're going to do this, going to do that, and in six weeks, I'm going to draft you as a unit. <laughs> but, but it's awesome is, uh, who enters the picture? Who enters the picture? Get the fuck out of my way, Cole. <laughs> Jesus, Mark, you ain't got to cry about it. <laughs> Goddamn. 
You all right? Uh, it, it was, I feel yeah, like 2002, 2001-2002 Undertaker was like Tony Wonder from Arrested Development, just hanging out, waiting on people to say words to start with W, except Tony his is respect. Someone say respect, and here he comes, and just ready to beat some. Yeah, so this is, uh, this is obviously the start of something mm. that's going to be very, very wonderful. Very <laughs> wonderful. You ever look at something and go, oh my God, it's happening. I... I like that. He doesn't take too kindly to it. And he says he's keeping an eye on him. What? Somebody's watching me. <laughs> I always feel like somebody's watching me. Taker's in the show. Dead man walking. <laughs> That'd be great if you pipe that in. That song. <sighs> but yes. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. Because I mean, because it a, was like a big moment. It's a huge moment. Because watching, I go, this is where it starts. Because I started thinking, they... They were kind of on the same side-ish when Flair was here in 92. Right. And, right. Oh, man. So now... now we get Coach and Rock. Right. So now, af- so after the tag match with Taz, Spike, and Test and Booker, we go backstage to where it's the Rock with Coach, which Rock with Coach is a frequent combination of this time. It's, it's always... Austin, Kevin, It's Kevin. always funny, but yep. Rock does one thing in this promo that I think is really cool, and I think he used it at the wrong time. He says, my career... He doesn't say The Rock's career. He makes a point of going into first person. And I thought that was really interesting. Unfortunately, he's doing it in no way out against The Undertaker. Right. You know, which nobody remembers that. Uh, that's the one thing about this promo that I really liked, other than the comedy. But, you yeah. know, that's just typical Rock coach stuff. I'm trying to see, did I have a lot for he Rock? He just calls Undertaker well, Sean Penn. Sean yeah. Penn? Yeah, he calls him a dead man walking. Oh! Oh! oh. oh. Um... Taker has no idea what it's like to be disrespected by The Rock. <laughs> I think that's the line I've written. Yeah. Well, uh, he makes Coach well, pray. That's, that's main main. Main. Oh, 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 yeah. that's right. What was that, Martin? I'm sorry? Everybody likes to forget King of the Ring 99. <sighs> yeah, okay. So I was, Wasted opportunity. I was gonna, paper. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely going to talk about it once we get to that match because it's one of those combinations, Rock and Undertaker, like, oh, uh, all right. It's like Austin and Jericho. It's like Austin Undertaker. It's like Austin Undertaker. <laughs> which, which is so sad because we remember The Undertaker for having these great WrestleMania matches now. A lot of his matches in between are not that great. Not so great No Way Out matches. Right, right. <laughs> I only gotta be great. <laughs> you guys pay for one set, I only work one good match. That's the way it works. Bam! <laughs> Dead man walking. I ain't getting walking. drafted because I ain't got shit to do on Mondays and Tuesdays. I'm open <laughs> one Sunday a year. All right, so now we go to, I guess this is the blow off of this feud. Finally, we're getting to it. Maybe. Edge and Regal for the Intercontinental title. Brass Knuckles on a pole match. It's our first on a pole match yeah. in the WWE. <laughs> Here we go. And now you, you don't have to use the brass knuckles, but you can if you want. See, well, you I, didn't I have to use Judy Bagwell. See, I, <laughs> how would you use <laughs> Brock Lesnar picks her up and beats people with her? My hands. <laughs> Judy. <laughs> I could have Tori Wilson, Stacey Keebler, but I want you because that's power. <laughs> Who's talking? Who is that? I think that is that, is that Zordon. I, yeah, that sure. was, I didn't know if it was Vince. It's Brian Cranston. <laughs> it's Brian Cranston <laughs> as Vince McMahon. I'm the one. Oh, that's yeah. a play. Oh that's my god. god. Vince or Brian Cranston doing the the little dose of poison speech. Oh man. <laughs> I am 
the one who poisons. <laughs> you want to take my meth lab? So now I want to see Vince McMahon in Breaking Bad as... <laughs> oh, Walter oh, oh, no. <laughs> Gus oh. Frank tries to hone in on the wrestling business. He blows him up with a Mexican in a wheelchair. <laughs> What's my name? <laughs> Say my name! <laughs> You're goddamn right! <laughs> Shane McMahon walking around on Shriers crutches and all he cares about is bacon. Oh, you gotta really like the show to understand that. I just want to so, see Vince McMahon in his underwear and a button-down shirt getting out of... <laughs> You know, I know a guy who's this really good at Photoshop that can make that happen. There we go. <laughs> um, cover of season one. Yeah. I'm just Vince McMahon. <laughs> now, now gun in his here's, hand. here's the thing, though. It's Vince, so you got to exaggerate the fucking testicles. So in, in, wait a minute. So now you need to make it Don Rio if you're going that far. <laughs> no, not the dick. Balls. They're grapefruits, remember? Right. So instead of the uh, the camper that they cooked the meth in, is it the, the limousine that explodes? <laughs> <laughs> Every episode of the Lose. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta keep him coming back for more. <laughs> so Edge gets busted over. Yes. And it's pretty brutal. Yes. Yes, it is. He's very heavily from the mouth. Yeah. I mean, it's which, a lot. Yeah. Which, because they, they tried to sell, he has like, he Internal had, injuries. Which I was like, man, that's, was that. Well, he might now. Shoot? Was that like, because like. I mean, the thing is, like, usually when they when somebody plays up the internal injuries, they do the DDP thing and they wrap the the tape right. up. The yeah. edge has nothing, nothing until he starts bleeding like that. Profusely. And that's why I was like, is it from the mouth or is it from like legit like William my mouth? He like just pops his liver or something. <laughs> what is it? My duodenum. shit's going the wrong way. What's <laughs> <laughs> duodenum? My duodenum family guy. Yeah. But what's cool is freaking William Regal. He's a technical master and a bastard. Gets out of a pen with a poke to the eye. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. So two pay-per-views in a row, because I believe Edge does this at Mania. I call this the fucking Steiner. <laughs> it, it's just the botchiest looking Frankensteiner. Oh, it's bad at Mania. It, oh, oh, I thought Edge. I was like, oh, you're back. Oh, you're back. Yeah. So, so he Frankensteiner's regal, sort of, uh, off the ring apron. <laughs> and, and they just kind of make it up as they fall down. <laughs> the power bomb? Are you talking about is that when is that when Regal tries the power tries bomb? Tries the power bomb and then that yeah. just seems like nobody wanted to do that That's spot. A bad idea. What's that? That's the Regal goes to power bomb Edge off the ring apron. And oh yeah. Edge sort of counters it with a Frankensteiner. Oh yeah. And it's just kind of we've talked about this before. Remember in Revenge when you when you were like, oh my god, I can do this. Oh, well, if you were apron? yeah, if you were a big guy and you did a strong grapple from the outside to a guy in the ring, and you caught him like you could. Power you could bomb suplex him, or, uh, mm-hmm. or you could do the power bomb. Yeah. Outside, which never made sense to me. Why, if you did the power bomb to the outside, you would land on your knees. I know. Because yeah. I would do it now. Your quad. Yeah. Oh, All of it. Oh, oh, it rolled up. All eight of my quads. Uh, the, Jr. makes a comment about an unsanctioned cup. Is there un- such thing as an unsanctioned? Like, you can't have that cup in here. So, does it? Fire shotgun? I don't know. It's the one from... Is it the one from Dust Till Dawn? Yeah. It's the what, Martin? It's got spikes on the inside. Oh! Oh, Oh, no! That's risky on both ends. Yes. (laughs) Um, So... So... What? Regal's has a... He has an extra pair of brass knives. Yes. He always... Which... He always does. He always does. But, um... And I like how... Don't you like how like they always act surprised? Mm-hmm. Oh, that bastard! <laughs> He's got another pair. I thought he was of a reputable character. Yeah, he's like half marsupial. He's just got a pouch because they always miss it, 
They always do the joke where the ref sticks their hands down there. How do you not feel the other pair? Right. How do you not exactly? Don't touch. You just this gotta up. go all TSA on them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> check the asshole. Just someone comes over and starts popping a glove out. All right. Um, the KY. So Regal is he? Does he get? Is he the first to get the nuts from the pole, or is it Edge? Yeah, and then Edge kind of does right. a, a move off the top to Regal that makes. Which they kind of have a field day trying to like keep it away from each other without keeping it away from each other. <laughs> yeah. Edge then gets the Nux, but I this where like and then I think was it Regal hits him with a low blow? Is that the Yes. Yeah, because okay. I thought it was low blow with yeah. Nux, but he didn't have Oh yeah, of course, because then it transfers to the ref. I don't understand this. <laughs> Somehow cuz uh, I forget what ref it is. Is right behind Edge. So when oh, Regal Edge low blows like, him, like does this for some Okay, cuz the ref looks like he you grabs can't his see crotch. This. Yeah. Which I'm like did it transfer? Like, is that how that works? Is that how powerful? So he grabbed his crotch? That's how I know it's not Hefner. <laughs> he would have grabbed his ankle. Only the ankle. So, yeah. Um, this is when the, I think this is when the second set comes in, and then Edge, or Regal's able to hit Edge with the second set to pick up the win. That mm-hmm. was kind of, kind of... It was okay. Yeah, but I what, just... Like, it's really, where does it, this go? I know, like, this is what, again, like... Especially because like, this what is what are you the saying And it's a real feud. Yeah, you know it's ongoing. Yeah, like this has been like we've had this now for how many pay per views now? Like it's too many. It's, <laughs> I mean, this is approaching Austin Angle levels of repetitive. Um, <laughs> he punched my dick off. <laughs> <laughs> Power of the punch. <laughs> I'm gonna punch you so hard he's gonna feel it. <laughs> It'll rattle his hands. But yeah, so Regal is uh, still Intercontinental Champ, and yeah, it's. I, I, it definitely. I was like, man, where does it? I mean, I knew the match he had at Mania, but I was like, what's the con? What's like? Were you not high on him? Because it felt like he was getting good pops, right? No, suddenly look, they just, just pulled up. Yeah, they pumped the brakes on him, but never gonna stop me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we'll slow you the fuck down. <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> Open up. <laughs> Scream if you want it. <laughs> no, I don't. I, are you screaming with the song? Or are you saying no? I'm just going to assume you're singing along. Good lord. <laughs> okay, so now um, we go backstage. Lillian is with Kurt Angle. He's confident in himself and Stephanie that uh, that Stephanie's going to be a competent ref for his match tonight with Triple H. Well, well, we'll see. I. These promos from Kurt Angle are always great because he he's one of the guys who can pull this type of thing off. Yes. You know, we've seen this type of promo a million times, but it's just always funny. Kurt's just fun to, like, listen to. Yes. You see these? I love yeah. it still. Comes I back forgot. To... Man, just... These? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you won that Olympic thing. I've heard about it. Mark Henry's crying somewhere with a bologna sandwich because oh, <laughs> but it's, it's, like doing but it's, yeah. it's Mark Henry so it's like the whole roll of bologna just don't be <laughs> that was my joke after he won the world heavyweight title like in watch out watch out for Ben alright there we go right, oh good. Bandit's coming alright so um, when Mark Henry I think he won the world title what 2011 yeah yeah. Hall of Fame uh, Randy Orton yeah I think it's, and then I just all I envisioned, for whatever reason, was him in his kitchen alone with the world title on his on island on the island in the kitchen, and he's just sitting there crying as he eats a bologna sandwich by himself. Like that's how Mark Henry celebrates wow. winning the world heavyweight title. <laughs> You're proud of yourself. I am. I thought it was so funny. I was on a call at the time. Oh no! You know, I, you know, I so met funny. him. He's a really nice fellow. 
McBain. <laughs> no, that's that punchline. No punch that's line. the joke. <laughs> you suck, McBain. <laughs> Mark Henry to McBain. Only on New Blood Rising. You don't have to sit through a Botchamania series of fan created endings to get to I that. I love that bit from The Simpsons. <laughs> you suck, McBain. <laughs> Before we segue off this, I was watching a little bit of the Marvel uh, San Diego Comic Con thing, and when the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy 2 were being introduced, they go Dave Batista and some guy goes, Suck it on job. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Jesus. Um, okay, so after the promo with Lillian and Kurt, we go to a video package for Rock and Undertaker. So, um, Obviously, the Undertaker didn't. I don't take too kindly to The Rock making fun of Maven, eliminating me from the Rumble. Yeah, so is, is, is The Rock representing Maven? Of course. Is that what the storyline is? I'll tell you. After watching Mania, like, Maven got the greatest push of anyone coming up. I don't, and I don't remember that push. Holy I was like, smokes. Like, he could have done a lot with yes. that. Yes. Jesus. Like, that idiot from Tough Enough, this, like, the, the 2011 one. Could have sure used this. Silent Rage? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remembered it long after I was like, who was that guy? <laughs> Silent the, Rage. The guy who wins the first Tough Enough, his debut match, eliminates The Undertaker in the Royal Rumble, becomes the hardcore champion, and has great WrestleMania moments within months. The guy who won the last Tough Enough they just did, which was all over mainstream TV again, you haven't seen him other than that That's documentary right. they did. Yeah, That's you it. have it. Oh yeah, somebody won that thing. Yeah, <laughs> I, so forgettable. I forgot about that. The Yeti. All right, so and uh, Rock co- Rock ended up costing Taker the hardcore title against Maven. So Maven, Maven ended up beat beating him. Undertaker, which is nuts. I mean, that's insane. Like that, you almost feel like Mark Calloway was friends with whatever Jack Maven or whatever his name Jack. is. I knew your mother. She's a wonderful lady. What a delight. <laughs> <laughs> So, before we get in... All right, so we're about to go into now Rock versus Taker. So, the what I wanted to bring up is... These are two guys who've never had a good match. And they haven't matched up often. But I was bringing up... I was thinking about... Remember in fall of 98 when Rock was beginning the, the face turn, which they were going to swerve at the Survivor right. Series anyway. Mm-hmm. And that was when Taker was going heel in his... Uh, after the program with him him and Kane, him and Austin, all that, and they were... Whatever. But... I remember Rock and Taker squared off, and like the big moment was Rock getting the rock bottom on him. But man, it just didn't seem like they had a good match. Martin, you brought up King of the Ring '99 because yeah. that was another time they had a match. And did you guys care for that much either? Because I, I don't even remember. No. It's, I only knew it because Martin just said, it. "Yeah." <laughs> I know they've wrestled a couple of times. I think they had a, another pay per view match somewhere, but I. I they never had a match that stuck out. I felt a little just uneasy coming into this one. I was like, man, I just don't, I don't, I don't have high expectations for this. Unfortunately, um, so there is, there is not to say that there aren't some good moments. Oh no, no, no! Yeah. Of course, yeah. I mean, it's fast. It's a fast pace from the start. I don't. The, again, it's drunk Taker when he gets hit. He just yeah, matches. he's like a punch out character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. That's, like he's got to hit Ellen yeah. R together. You, you face Booger Red after you face Dalseem. Or no, I'm not Dalseem. No, whoever, who, who's the guy? Who, who's the Indian guy in Punch Out? Something Bull. No, that's Bald Bull. That's that's. The, I thought he was Indian. There's a guy who wears a Turkish. turban that like dances around the ring, and you have to. Oh, I, it's like he disappears and reappears. Martin, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I 
I can't remember his Something name. Tiger. I can only remember like <laughs> Dalsy. <Tom. laughs> Whoops. <laughs> You're gonna piss off a lot of nerds for that one. Oh well, then you don't. I remember the Japanese racial name of Piston Honda. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's right. Piston Honda. But he's got to be from Detroit. He's selling the. What we're talking about is after a video package like that, you're selling this as a grudge match, and The Rock runs down and comes right into it and doesn't do any of his normal poses. That's the best part of the match. Yep. Rock running down to the, you know, this isn't going to start with a collar or an elbow. Yeah, that's what's. Yeah, that that was my favorite part. I did dig when Taker's going to get his lead pipe and he can't get it out, and somebody goes, You should have bought a Harley. (laughs) That's it. And, and then right before that, that is said, someone just, I mean, it's lame, but it's why it's so funny to me. Get in the ring, Undertaker, you suck. Yeah. That's, a lot, that's a lot to get out. That's a big breath. That's a, that's a, I like when Taker crotches rock on the, uh, what's it called? On the barricade. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of takes a seat. Yeah. Starts talking to him. Yeah. This made awesome. me laugh real quick. This made me think of that, 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 um, that thing that somebody yelled at Taker. I remember I went to Clash of the Champions in 91 or whatever. It was when it was the tag tournament. And I think Ron Simmons was matched up with somebody. And I remember somebody yelled, You suck, Ron! (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was so funny! It's just someone's stepdad somewhere is just crying. <laughs> Kurt Russell somewhere started crying. I mean, it's... If it's, if it's not I. <laughs> you suck, Ron. Captain Ron Simmons. And I remember somehow I think Ron Simmons oh, heard it. Ron Simmons heard it and he looked like just... Just looked angrily over. He just came up with a gimmick. What? Captain Ron Simmons. <laughs> man, if it's going to happen, man, it's going to happen out there. <laughs> Shut down there playing hide the salami. <laughs> Damn, I saw your mama's today. That movie be twenty minutes long. Dominator. <laughs> no, yeah. was it wasn't Martin Short the the, the dad? The dad? Yeah. So just Martin Short running around with Rob Simmons would be amazing. Oh yeah, <laughs> doing Jiminy Glick trying to get. Oh, that's great. I told you to wear that tax suit around. Man, you gotta come down here and help these people. They're taxpayers. <laughs> wow, that's a good one. <laughs> but uh, but you're right. Like I, I liked what you were saying about. Oh, so we go back to the commentary thing. So Taker is um, he's is it him or Rock that takes a seat? Well, Taker Undertaker takes, a seat, takes right? a seat on the stairs. Uh, uh, Rock low blows Undertaker, and Jr. whips out. Undertaker got kicked in Death Valley right there. <laughs> <laughs> so I like the idea that Undertaker would refer to his reproductive organ as Death Valley. I like how it was like when we would nickname ours like after Dirty Harry movies. Whoa. We're like, which you one's, could. Which one's Every, the Deadpool? You're right. Because right. Every Dirty Harry subtitle to a movie could be a name for your penis. Enforcer. The Enforcer. Sudden Impact. impact. Um, Magnum Force. Magnum Force. That's the one you I don't mean, want. Well, I don't think you want Sudden Impact. I don't think you want Dirty Harry. <laughs> sudden Impact. Bam! That's it. Money's on the dresser. Non-factor. Yeah. And who's the Deadpool? Uh, there's a point where a taker rolls into the ring to break the count. But yet, then they go stroll around the arena yeah. to do that stupid pointless door spot. Right. Ah, oh, Jesus, why did they do that? Yeah, because then taker goes through the door, 
No, he only goes, to come out the other door. <laughs> yeah. well, he goes through the doors, booger at, he comes out as ministry That would have been awesome. <laughs> oh, he just comes back out with like a soda. <laughs> <laughs> he still got that popcorn. He brings it out and everyone goes, oh no, it's the popcorn machine. The popcorn spot. <laughs> That's what's funny. Both these guys had great popcorn spots. Remember the Rocks popcorn spot with Mick Foley? Absolutely. Yeah. It's too salty. Bah! Oh, you want to talk to Mick Foley? <laughs> awesome. He's a little busy. Um, so the I brought up the thing with the bike. This is when Ric Flair makes his appearance because once Undertaker's got the lead pipe, oh. he's going to use it on the rock, but Ric Flair stops him. I hate lead pipes! <laughs> which leads to... Um, Taker, or, uh, Ric Flair eats a big boot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, boot. yeah, that's it. Taking the pipe, but eats a... Oh, yeah. Massive. Yeah, oh, yeah. The flare bump's great. Rock almost wins, God forbid, with the sharpshooter. Yeah. Man. That, that... What I really hate about it, the move sucks so much already, but it's that face Rock makes. After... <laughs> that? That face? Yeah. That That's the face. He impersonates the Reach guy for the toothbrush. Ah! Yeah. It's just... Ah! And you can hear Rock yelling, and I'm just... Right. Yeah. It's like who who's actually performing this move? <laughs> <laughs> who does this hurt exactly? It's a kayfabe news article. Do you need right. to sell when you're the guy doing the move? Like, like Bret Hart was always this. Yeah. Just, just, I especially like his look when he did it to Flair recently. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where it's because it, it did hurt him because of the prostate surgery. Um, so then so then Vince comes out to interfere and help the Undertaker. So then, um, Flair clocks Taker with the pipe, which right. then gives The Rock the win. Oh, yeah, Rock won this. Yeah. Ah, oh, bullshit. <laughs> well, it's not risky. I will say, up until, like, that, that crap at the end, like, this was much better than This is than probably their best match. Yeah, I wrote that down, too. I think it's probably the best match of that. And I think it's a credit to Taker working as Booger Red. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think that's exactly why it works. That's, that's it. Uh, Jason, what'd you think of this one? That, I liked it. It was fun. And it is. It's, it's... The talkie taker, the the punch drunk, yeah. not zombie taker. Right. It, it worked. It worked well bouncing how, off rocks. I remember, how did Ministry Taker work? Like, how did did he an evil zombie taker? It was, it was yeah, still it slow. Was like slower. Yeah, as I recall, it, it, it was slow, but he could still sort of be hurt. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, like he'd do the set up. It's it's not a million miles away from how Taker works now. No. But uh, I'm, I'm, I was a huge fan of Ministry Taker. Yeah, like, totally. That was the so most intimidating looking person. About, think about Ministry Taker. He barely wrestled in that gimmick. Mm-hmm. The right. only match I really remember is when he lost to Austin. Him oh. and Austin feud. Like it, well, of the course, first blood match. Man. The first blood match with Austin was all right. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah totally. Because that was the end of an era uh, in Austin's own blood. Austin, what I want is your blood. Austin, what I want <laughs> is your blood. You know, we about and only. It's the same kind of. Is the it is a mind numbing promo package. Like I, uh, well, he's wasn't good. That's the thing. Is I'm going back and looking at this and go, why do we love the Undertaker? Promos are kind of meandering. Yeah, the the Booger Red ones and American Badass are great for the wrong reasons. Right, right. Is Matt? We sit there. Doesn't have good chemistry with Austin. Doesn't have good chemistry with The Rock. Doesn't really have good chemistry with Triple H. Not They're yet. just beat down. It's, right. it's weird because like it's it's interesting where like Undertaker does the same thing that happened to him that happens to Shawn Michaels where like they have this renaissance. Yeah. Like, well, and they all of a sudden become better wrestlers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe it was working less. Like, and I don't know. Once we reach that 2009 point where he can work less a little bit, maybe mm-hmm. that's when. But 
Um, I remember being, it was so shocking that he was a redneck. Yeah. That, like, right. seeing that as a kid, like, Undertaker's like a southerner? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, we, that was unthinkable, you know? And I think Undertaker, I think he's a, probably the best example of character reinvention. I think that's a big part of it where he found a way to stay fresh over yeah. the years. Yeah. And the quality of matches. You know, not necessarily with Austin or Rock, but I mean, he could work with anybody, and he's always entertaining. Right. Yeah. So I I agree. Probably his best work with The Rock was here. And granted, it's not a big catalog of work, but um, it's a pretty decent match for him here. But um, I put that more on The Rock. He has another right. tantrum. He's a The Rock is, very, is one of the most hit or miss uh, yes. wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is, and we'll get to it, who has amazing WrestleMania matches, like out of the this Rock? world oh. WrestleMania moment matches. Mm-hmm. For a guy who's not one of the greatest workers, but yeah, he far. has uh, he has arguably a, a better win loss record at WrestleMania than Undertaker because he beat three of the biggest names of all time right. at WrestleMania. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's incredible. But now we get to our moment at WWF New York where Mister Perfect. Mm-hmm. Do you, did you write down what he said? <laughs> something about rats. Yeah, yeah. The rats even are ugly here. This Philly cheesesteak is perfect. (laughs) He feels like he's cutting a promo from '91. Uh Is the problem? It feels like an old WWF promo Mm. that's been slapped into the middle of the Attitude Era. Because even the the jacket, like that's a '91 thing to have, is the jacket jacket with with no shirt shirt underneath, almost tucked into your jeans. Yeah, like I mean, it it definitely feels like a man out of time. Yeah. Like you just know that those jeans are tucked into his boots. <laughs> yeah, that's when you know it's bad. And then he, where he goes to turn around and say, check this physique out. And he turns around, and like you can see the wire for the earpiece going in there. And it's just like, he goes, oh, no, no. They put the jacket back on. That's all you get. So. <laughs> you guys saw that? I seen you guys that gif of when his, Curtis Axel was like posing and CM Punk. <laughs> I love that look on Punk. Well, yeah, he has no physique. And Punk's just like, nope. It's like when Dana Brooke does this. You know, just yeah. like, there's nothing there. Right. Yeah, she just did that. There's something there. a couple. Yeah, a couple. What's nuts, it was like, Mr. Perfect did way better than Goldust during the um, during the Rumble. Right. At least was more memorable. A yeah. lot more memorable. Why isn't he working on this? And we'll say the same thing at WrestleMania. Why isn't Mr. Perfect working yep. WrestleMania? Like, he did so good in that rumble, mm-hmm. and it was so refreshing to come back and watch that. It's one of the fun things about this season was seeing something like that. Disappointed that it wasn't Kurt and Mister Perfect at the rumble. Mm. That would mm. that would have been cool. Kurt and Perfect at Mania. That, yeah, that I mean, sorry, been, yeah, the, yeah, the something like that would have been great. But um, it's a dream match. Now we go to a video package for what 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 feels like really truly is the main event. Sadly, like this feels like a bigger deal. Yeah, I agree. This was always my favorite one-on-one match to do at while playing No Mercy. Oh yeah. For some reason, those two characters and their move sets like could put on a really good match. And if it's too bad these guys like, I was trying to go back and remember Angle and Triple H obviously feuded in 2000 with about Stephanie mm-hmm. when they were both heels, and it was weird because that feud kind of turned Triple H face because for a minute was, for a minute, right? Did they ever have a real blow off to that feud? Because I don't, rem- I don't remember that. They no. had they had the triple threat where Angle got the concussion off the pedigree through the table. Don't try this at home. Somebody bit my dick off. <laughs> Wait, it's <laughs> I'm thinking it was right around this point. <laughs> Mark, do you remember? Did they have a proper blow off? No, the Angle gets resurrected around about Rumble 2001. Right, they have a title match. Yeah, and then that's it. And that's- so. 
it's cool that we come back to this. It's always just a bummer that it just sort of exists in a vacuum so, because they don't really get to have a, a, a long feud about it. But anytime you – I feel like this is also the same match we got last year with Rock and Big Show. It's, well, I'm, put, I'm your Royal Rumble spot or your Royal Rumble win I, is I on the so line. I am so tired of that. I know. Yeah. Is on the line in this match. Because the thing that – like Big Show, I remember like they tried to duplicate the Luger-Bret Hart spot. Both people touching, and I think though, like clearly, Big Show. It wasn't like because the Brett Luger one is um, impeccable. Perfect, like, yeah. it's it is perfect. The Big Show clearly, I think, touched, but they tried to play up that Rock still had or whatever. That was his motivation. I'm sorry, Kurt Angle clearly was like eliminated. Triple H not even close to being eliminated. So yeah. it, it's not even like I, I don't buy that this is really a true stipulation here. It's not but, even that. Um, this whole storyline with Triple H. Just flat out sucks. Don't you feel like he's wrestling his wife? Yeah. yeah. The dude is really with Stephanie. She's just... There, there is a level of a suspension of disbelief that I just cannot put into this storyline. Oh, Triple H and Stephanie are going to get a divorce and this and that? I remember even watching it at the time. Just going, no, they're not. So I, It's dumb. Man, all this... Talk about what a video package for this, too. Like, mm. what, a, <laughs> what a journey this goes through in a month. Yeah. He in comes, a month, yeah. He, he comes back... And then, like, not exactly liking where Stephanie is and who does. I mean, she's just she's as bitchy as she's ever been at this right. point. And then, well, let's renew our vows. No. Uh, no. Well, I'm pregnant. Okay. Hey, uh, for a second. Hey. When he goes to pick her up after she says he runs back to the ring, it's the way they present it in this package where he grabs it. Oh, he's going to pedigree a pregnant woman. <laughs> No, you're not. I love Arn Anderson is the one who gives him the tape in the bag. He's like, isn't it him? I think it was him. This arrived on your desk. Wait, actually, it's more like, can you get that? <laughs> but yeah, so then like he puts a tape in and finds out it's, in, uh, it's all a ruse what, and all this. Cool and, Linda, and calls, Linda? Linda calls him oh, at the same Linda time. On the phone. Yeah, yeah. She calls him at the exact same time he's watching My the tape. sucks. <laughs> just, she is just dog. a conniving bitch. This is a tape. That doctor was an actor. Because I remember they played up that smash. Martin, can you say it so it's not horrible when I say it? Play it what, that what? Sorry? Where he goes, smashing. Like that horrible British. Oh, smashing. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. No, but it was so bad. Like, so I get it's so bad. And then they right. kept harping on it. I mean, why are they harping on this? Right. And then it actually paid off, but... It's paid off so horribly. Yeah, once again, another wrestling wedding that goes awry. Every well, it's, it's memorable just for the Stephanie oh, face. Oh, that, that raw the one post, The post-editing? The editing, the, yeah, the audio. <laughs> and then there's the cool gif where she's got, like, laser eyes and shit coming out. <laughs> <from her laughs> yeah, that's right. It's like right. fucking low pan all of a sudden. <laughs> yes, we got low pan. <laughs> <laughs> Russell, but yeah, it's, it's, what and, and you know what's, you know what's like really a shame? During our whole rundown of that, you know what we didn't mention? Was Kurt Angle because he's a non-factor in this whole thing, and this uh, this is probably the uh, after we um, get through with Mania, like it's a big discussion we have is like what happened to Kurt Angle mm-hmm. because my God, like he has just used his fodder in this, and that's what's really sad. Martin, what were you saying about China? Oh, I was going to say big Triple H in Little China. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> going for the low That's pan. funny. <laughs> Did you guys think, though, like, anytime this kind of steps on the line, like, well, well, the face is going over. Like, yeah. this, there's no way he's going to lose his, his well, spot. Is that what you thought, like, right off the bat? Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, plus, I remembered what the main event was of, right. of Mania. Right, right. So that makes me hate this put-your-Royal-Rumble-win mm-hmm. on the line even more. I mean, at least it, it's not something 
it is dumb, but it logically it's like it makes sense. He just embarrassed his daughter. He beat him up. Okay, I'm going to try to screw you. But you're the fuck, especially after what comes up at Mania. Vince is in charge. He could just make this happen again. Right. But the Vince has got like a really badass stable. If you think about it, he's got Kurt. He's got the Undertaker, quasi Jericho, and the fucking NWO. Yeah, it's a it's a it's an untalked about stable that he had. Yeah, because yeah, they they just all did what he said. So Steph goes for the early heat by having Fink announcer as as Stephanie McMahon and mm-hmm. not Helmsley anymore. Um, the you suck a champ for angles and once again full effect. Mm-hmm. Um, Jr. gets a little gets very suggestive when he says, <laughs> "You know, Stephanie will probably search Angle for thirty minutes for a foreign object." Yeah. <laughs> it's just this fucking metal. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> she she's gonna screw one of the competitors. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. Pussy. Um, just that's all he does. Is God, the crowd though is so amped for Triple H's entrance. Like, mm-hmm. I will give him credit. Like, people at this point were really excited for the face Triple H run. Fortunately, that really doesn't last too long. <laughs> it's so funny, like how wait, everyone, like that raw at the end of '01 is so big, mm-hmm. and like the momentum for it just feels like it kind of careens into the mountain mm-hmm. very quickly. Um, all right, so just kind of go in here with this. Um, I the other thing I mentioned: this is Triple H for No Way Out. So this is his third high-profile one in a row. Like that's what's yeah. really cool. Like from 2000, one last year with Austin. Uh, to this one, like it's cool to see him in a high profile, but kind of going around this time. Sorry, Jason, what did you what did you think of this one? The match itself, yeah, way too many ref bumps. Oh, yeah. Like it was solely it was you. These two was something that you can really pay off a match with their work rate and like like you said, Charlie, their move set. But it's all. I mean, it's clearly all about soon to be ex wife, yeah. soon to be this ref bump here, ref bump there. Stephanie's gone. Stephanie's back. Jerry Lawler, check on her boobs. That part's funny but because it, Lawler goes, "Oh, her chest and chair, her chest." Yes, I'm <laughs> so angered by yeah. it. He's very. Um, I kind of was taken out of this match. It's very physical uh, for the first half, and then Triple H decides to do a ten count punch in the corner, and the punches look unbelievably weak. And it always makes me think back to that episode of Tough Enough where Triple H is, like, teaching the contestants. And this guy kind of, like, does a horrible punch to him. And Triple H goes, if you really tried to hit me like that, I'd tag you for real. <laughs> and I always remember that. I'm like, oh, look at the tough wrestler, you know, showing up the, the, you know, the guys that want to be wrestlers. And then I see Triple H just, one, two, seven, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, seven, fuck it. Um, I think the match is extremely funny because mm-hmm. of the ref bumps. Uh, like Stephanie goes down, Tim White runs in, and Jerry Lawler. What the hell is Tim White doing in there? Oh God, he gets careened across the oh, ring. Oh, anytime Tim White is an underrated ref bumper. <laughs> he really takes it here. Uh, Tim Lawler calls him clumsy. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! But then the match kind of becomes this thing where it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Because Stephanie's fast counting Triple H at the end. Like, see, this no, no, is, at the beginning. Well, but yeah. then at the end. She's one. It's the slowest count. Like, why don't you fast count now? That, and the, the commentators try to say it's because she's hurt. I'm sorry, that doesn't affect it. This count. is I, I've never liked heel ref, heel special referees mm-hmm. because why don't you just fast? It's always oh, just fast I mean, count. You, you can, can do a fast count, the, count that especially, somebody can't kick out. For. Especially your heel, 
the heel's the one who has a belt. If there's a belt the on the line. Hell, Hebner screwed Brett, and he wasn't even technically yeah. a heel referee. Just, just put him into yeah. submission, and I'll ring the belt. Yeah. It's they don't disqualified. That's where my willing suspension desperately really wanes. And it's real classy um, crowd here in Milwaukee. Screaming, <laughs> take your shirt off. Yeah, oh. take your shirt. And I was, I actually had a moment where I was thinking, are they really talking about Stephanie? Mark, no, Martin, kind of going. Oh, is he Martin, kind of going to the match from your end. What did you think of this one, man? This is where hindsight hurts things because because I knew the, what WrestleMania's result is. Nothing here matters. Uh, <laughs> and, and yeah, no, I mean, apart from Triple H, the shade of orange that I'm pretty sure shouldn't exist in nature. Right. Um, it, yeah. yeah, it's just an endless procession of just bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. And then there's the ten gallons of slobber okay. that Triple H can't let go oh, of. We, oh, oh, I want it. Did you guys hear? D- 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 Angle chairs Triple H and then goes, come on, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he comes on Mel Gibson on yeah. He does. And then he angle slams him. And I mean, I'll be honest, I was shocked that he won. I, I was, was too. Like, oh, my God. Like, how- <laughs> How are well, they going to fix this? This is and I was like, oh, it's wrestling. Yeah, well, this is Triple H beating Austin at No Way Out last year. Exactly. It's so weird. But you're right now. I was going to... The ten gallons of cum that are coming out of Triple H's mouth... Just pause it, put the brasses in the corner, somebody. It looks like <laughs> Angle pulled the straps down for another reason. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just fart in your chair, too? No. <laughs> I would admit it. <laughs> but just come right out. Oh. But it definitely—I mean, did you notice? Like, it looked egregious. Like, it was like, what? And what was cool is it would get like three quarters of the way. <laughs> like, like his little brother was under him. He's like, <laughs> you just see Vince directing in the back. Like, oh no, 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 no! Stay Give me some more. Oh, get off on it. <laughs> he comes up, Hunter, Hunter. I gotta say that was great. Can you please do that? <laughs> Test is choking in the corner while Vince is now staring at the TV screen. <laughs> Test, come over here. Choke me with my tie. Oh. Oh. Yeah. They're fired. I don't wear club buns, you know. <laughs> he does. They're just on his nipples. He's just like, pull these ties. <laughs> you want to keep your job? You want to keep your job, don't you? Oh. <laughs> All right, Booker, now bite it off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> The bite my dick club. Ouch! Come on, get it off. Now wait a minute. So the bite my dick club. I think it's only a one <laughs> one time deal. I was gonna say it's, 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 it's not Vince biting like other people's Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Vince dicks played by Vin Diesel. <laughs> I am Spooch. Woo! <laughs> 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 Ooga chaka ooga. <laughs> <laughs> the end of WrestleMania is just Vince's dick growing back to Michael Jackson. Beep, 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 while Batista's in the corner trying to catch it. Kurt um, Angle is a badass because he walks out into the Milwaukee February night in a singlet covered in sweat. I, I was. He just jumps in the car. <laughs> yeah. You got my car. <laughs> Drives off and the car explodes. He's not even gonna shower. Yeah. It's so yeah. It's awesome seeing him just jump in that car. I just again hate that these guys can have a good match. Is it's, it's it's Triple H matches. Of course, they do get bogged down into these like these really Epics. long rest holds and like you he's know, the NWA champion. Right, right. right. <laughs> 
But it's a shame that these guys always have to have a match end with just so much overbooking. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because you nailed it with the video game reference. Like, these guys actually have a great chemistry. Mm-hmm. Really great chemistry. Arguably, I'd say arguably better than Angle and Austin. Arguably. But still, it's so good that why do we have to... Why can't we let them actually, like, just have a straight up, a really yeah. good straight up and the, feud. And the story doesn't serve them. No. No. no it, it doesn't serve either. Definitely doesn't serve Kurt Angle because he is just an afterthought in this. Clearly by Mania. What? Oh my god. So we go from that um, now backstage. This is the legendary Rock NWO promo. This is... this. I I forget how famous this one is because it's this... very one, famous. Yeah. And, and I think it's... It, do you think it's more the diesel? It's the... Yes, and, and then he, and the Razor Ramon stuff. He basically he just buries him. Yeah. yeah, he buries. Him. And I wonder if part of that is like because remember like it. What I guess it wasn't those guys he had kind of the backstage heat with. He had he had heat with the Click. Yeah, that's right. Because that's Scott Hall and Nash. Yeah, so that's where I wonder if that was coming from that type of place. And the Hogan thing is. I love the inventions, Nick, because I'm just like, oh, fuck Nick. Yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. Oh, my kid really wants to picture you. He can't wait to wreck a car looking at it. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Nick Hogan. Then, but it's like. Useless piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. I, is, I always remember that episode of Hogan Knows Best where Vince like, sees Nick like backstage at a Hall of Fame event and he's like, oh, one day you could you should come work for me and be a WWE. He's nothing like Hogan. No. Right. Just because you're somebody's kid, which is evidence. Many examples. Ted DiBiase's kid. Kurt Henning's kid. David it, San Martino. It, it, right. <laughs> These things don't necessarily translate. No. You know? Like, uh, of, course, of course, though, David Flair is the exception to that rule. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. He had a legendary run. He made oh, the most yeah. work. With the least, a lot of crap. Yeah, yeah with the, did. Yeah. Uh, but when you were getting to that, yeah, it's, it, the whole thing is where going back to the Austin thing is Austin goes, I ain't thirsty. And then they let him pass. They go in there to... Rock lets him takes the picture because Hogan says it's for Nick, and then immediately turns around and goes, This is the people's choice. Like, then they're assholes. Like, just like that. I just don't, I like how these guys just blatantly just like just shit on him. Like, Austin's is a little bit more just, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna say fuck the beer, which, you know, makes him probably cry on the inside a little bit that he's doing it. But <laughs> I hate to do it, but it's gotta be done. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, oh, these it is, guys just is, like, just, they treated you like nothing. If this was WCW, you guys would have shit-kicked both these guys. Mm-hmm. Or at least put up a fight. So, yeah. That, it makes the NWO look like pussies. It does. Yeah. Again, yeah. I like I like what you said. It's they're, it's confusing. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the objective? Exactly. If you're a cancer, man. You're shit. a really friendly cancer. Yeah, this is the... <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Where's the Susan G. Komen week for this type of cancer? Well. <laughs> Black and white ribbons. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the NWO shirts change colors. Dude. John NWO pink. Uh-huh. <laughs> Susan G. Coleman for life. Uh, oh, no. I was about to go somewhere. I think it might have been a little too far. Imagine Bret Hart had taken over the NWO for real and not gotten her. He made the pink and black. Oh. <laughs> I'd have been, I don't know. I, I kind of like it. Yeah. I can go through up thinking All about right, it. So, back... Um, we we get to see Jericho make the walk with the two belts. We go into the video package gym for Jericho and Austin. This is shit video package. Ruined. What's yeah. that? Because they that edit. It's right. It's it, because we get the generic bullshit rock the, music. The lazy guys. I get. You got to take it out because for some <laughs> reason WWE only wants to pay for like every fourth pay per view's music. Yeah. Okay. But put something else in there. Yeah. This was just. There's like two and a half minutes of 
nothing. Like just that music, and clearly there's got to be something here. You see a lot of yellow. That's why, like, I, I, I probably not. The reason I won't probably put it in the episode is because all you guys are going to hear is just that same repetitive thing. It doesn't do anything because there's no voice. There's not enough no, voice. They over took stuff. out the commentary. Yeah, so like it, it takes all the fun out of it. It's just do 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 do. It's not even that. But it's just the Rey Mysterio music on repeat right. for two and a half. Minutes. Sure. But um, so going into this, we saw Jericho face the Rocket Rumble. So I guess it, it make in a way I guess it makes sense maybe. No, but beating Rock and Austin on the same night just wasn't enough. Now he needs to beat them on two separate pay per views. Is he over yet? Is he believable as a main eventer yet in this era? No, it, it just I was never okay with this. If well, the reason I was bringing up is like, where is all like where I. Where's Austin going? I read this theory that someone had that I thought was really interesting of how Austin was undervalued after the WCW buyout. That Austin was great competition for WCW, and that's why Vince used him. And then the second that ended, Austin's value with the company went down. And you can see it from this whole season that we've done. You can see it from wanting you know Brock Lesnar to beat him in that qualifier match on Raw. You know why would you do this to him? Yeah, well, his his summer run like. He's the top guy. Yeah, but he's not in t- in, a, in a great story. He's in a sh- really shitty story. Which I part of it's not his fault because there was nobody else that the, he didn't the, have to be a bad guy. Well, th- at the same time, like they didn't, they weren't going to pay any one of those WCW mm-hmm. any one of those WCW guys. So I do understand that you had to put somebody big to be the head of the invasion. Otherwise. I mean, Jesus Christ, Spike and Taz could have taken care of the guys in the invasion. <laughs> or you just wait a year. <laughs> sure. Just wait a year. I, I, God damn it. So, you know, I, I don't... I think Scott Hall's not going back I, to that I, bar. I, I definitely think he's, there's an undervalue. I also think, like, he just... He does not look good. Like, he mm-hmm. looks physically bad. Mm-hmm. When you see him in the face, like, he looks like a guy who's, A, drinking... I mean, no, no jokes aside, drinking way too much. Right. Has no cardio whatsoever. He is blown up, and we'll talk about it for the next one too. Blow blows up way, way early to where, like, I mean, I mean, just talking about this match, like, he just chops the shit out. Of it. It's a, yeah. this is the choppiest match, and and I think there are a couple reasons for it. And I want to get you guys' thing on this. Um, part of the thing I think that works against Chris Jericho's title run is, I hate to say this, is his size. He is in an era where everybody is much bigger than him. Mm-hmm. To where, like, I don't think he could work the matches he was so good at working yep. against cruiserweights or guys just a little bit bigger than him in the TV. Right. What do you think, man? About what, the match? Yeah, just going into this one, yeah. It's, it's very mediocre, uh, if not worse than that. Um, the best part of the match, honestly, was the commentary uh, when they started quoting Airplane. <laughs> that's the best ma- that's the best part and they're like oh Chris Jericho thinks he's the top guy he's the head honcho the big cheese the big kahuna <laughs> like they started doing that and I, I thought that was hilarious um, other than that Austin breaks out a stun gun yeah which mm-hmm. that that's was right. cool to see Earl Hebner has a heart attack uh, Chris Jericho has a name Dave yeah <laughs> Brian get Dave <laughs> yeah Jericho finally names his skull crushing finale yeah the breakdown which is, the, is like a silent movie finisher. Uh, it makes no noise. Uh, I, I felt, is that a Death Wish movie? No, it's the Crackdown. Yeah. Crackdown. That's Death Wish 4. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Kurt Russell movie. That's Breakdown. A good, that's a good one. Breakdown. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
once again, you got other guys hitting other guys' moves, I, which I hate this. Scott Hall doing the absolute worst Stone Cold oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, it's because Stone Cold wasn't about to take a fucking razor's edge, and you... I mean, like... That is I mean, funny to think that he would. <laughs> Tuck your chin. What? Ah! There is a line that Jim Ross has. He says, if, if someone told Austin he couldn't be the champ anymore, he'd get in his truck and go back to Texas, which is pretty much wow, true. Wow, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, go ahead my name about. is Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I am a drug addict. My drug... My drug. <laughs> it's a little bit of pills. I mean, the it's world heavyweight champion. World title. What do you think of this, Jason? The match itself, uh, it wasn't... I don't think it was as bad as Charlie made it out to be. Definitely wasn't good. At times, Austin was pretty active, considering some of the other stuff. Like he, I feel he's active keep, early on in these matches. He's trying to keep up with Chris and then yeah. stops. Yeah. Um, I mean, it... The I think the crowd dies really early yes, on because yes, they're they waiting. Like that's the thing. It's like you brought up the NWO first thing. Yeah, they've got to be in. They, they right? got they have, yeah, at, some, at point. some point they're coming out. And I think that did it. Um, the first minute and a half where it's just Austin Jericho nagging at who's going to have a better podcast in fifteen years because they're just like they're just talking to each other for like the first minute. It's, I know you Jer- like to call spots. So we're going to do it all now. Jericho, uh, I think this is the match where he pulls off those lion salts. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, where Austin is three quarters of the way across the yeah. ring. It's very impressive. Yeah. yeah, how he's able to hit it. Martin, did you like this match? What did you think of it? I thought it was okay, but only ever okay. It's it's weird seeing Austin on such a down slide. I know. That's just um, really sad. And given that they had like anti chemistry the last few times we've seen it. <laughs> Um, they've decided to forego any kind of match and just chop. Yeah. And that, just... that is this match. That's all seemingly that they do. Yep. It's just chops. It's like they've replaced any psychology just with chops. It's never good if the crowd's not wooing. Uh, exactly. Like, yeah. And they lose interest. They're like, right. whatever. Rock, see, Rock could get away. Like, Rock and Jericho are certainly polar opposites, but he's so athletic that he could keep up mm-hmm. with a lot of Jericho's moves, at least in terms of we're going to do uh, more high risk. Awesome being obviously... You know how many surgeries at this point? Yeah, clearly not in really his type of shape. No, I mean he can go for about seven minutes, and that's about it. But not in a good that, frame of mind either. Really, he's not. I mean, like he's still coming out with his. It feels like his head's always a little bit lower. Yep. When he comes out, like it's just like, all right, let's just get to it. I got a job to do. Right, right, and it's just like it. Um, Martin, you you hit it, and I, I just kept. I, I kept thinking just how sad this is to watch. Like I hate seeing my favorite. Wrestler just look like shit. Yep, and that's what it is. Like I mean, even the stunner has lost all of its luster. Yep, don't care. It seems like it's more of a signature than a finisher at this point because it's just. Well, he's got to hit everybody with ninety of them. Yeah. Now. Well. Yeah. God dang. But yeah, so let's talk. The NWO comes out and they just they just kind of overwhelm. They overwhelm Austin, which well, is not at the beginning. Which I thought it was kind of ridiculous. Which I th- Austin can fight them. Man, how cool is it? Him and Ho- I was like, oh, they're, they, oh, they're, they're punching. They're gonna fight it, man. Uh, no. Yeah. Money. <laughs> Do you hate it? But um, he over He's able to fight him off, but they eventually overwhelm him. Jericho picks up the win. So now you've seen Jericho not only beat them both in the same night, but now he's beaten at pay per views, and he's won both of these title matches with For help. Sure. Yeah. Yep. So well, he won both the matches to get there. I know that's what's that's what's. I feel like he just was given just such a shit hand. And they bring up like uh, I think it was the beginning of this match or the one in eighteen. Uh, 
Jim Roscoe's Jericho trying to tell people he's not a transitional champion. Yes, they do bring that up. Yeah. Yes. And, I mean, to be fair to him, December, January, February, and then March. That's four months. He's the champ for four months. And, I mean, he loses it to Triple H, who's only a champ for, like, a month. Right. Well, so, there, yeah. there's a domino effect that leads yeah. to that that's out of Which, both of their hands. Right. That's but, I mean, sword. Right. Yeah. You get what I mean, though. It's yeah. like four oh, months yeah. is a good well, run. He had the same amount of time that but, Miz had, and, and Miz had a better run as champion than yeah. Jericho did here. Remember Kurt Angle in two thousand? Mm-hmm. Kurt Angle, I think, gets it in October. Yeah, b- yeah. Before he loses it to Rock in February, mm-hmm. and that still that, felt that like felt a transition. I yeah, it was a transition. They mentioned it, and I was like, he had won it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's hmm. very transition. But like, I, I really do feel bad for Jericho in this run because it's, it's like, not like he shouldn't have been, won the title right at some point. It's just this, this time right. is not good. Like this is not a good time for him. He, like give it a little bit more. Like maybe a year. Like is what nineteen? He steals the show with yes. uh, Michaels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great match. You know, and he's really at the peak of his uh, competitive form at that point. So to do that here when you've got all this main event talent and the, and he's the size that he is. And the guy that he fights the next month. Oh through, man, that's the problem with that match. Yeah, it's yeah. just like so you tell me he can beat him, but all this other shit. Right. He can overcome. I, I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, so um, Jericho retaining, he's going to be go- like, presumably going to WrestleMania face Kurt Angle, which I was like, oh my God. Like, that's, that's the match I wanted. That would have been a better match. Mm-hmm. That would have yeah. been arguably, um, and I'll go and say it here, we'll say it again next for the next episode too, that would have been the first real WWF main event that would have had two great wrestlers. Matt, or like work rate wrestlers going at you, it's you're gonna have the storyline of course but like when you look at the previous ones like with the exception maybe I, I it's even like think Sean and Brett well like I I guess that's the only one I would put up there with because I think there's both of them still are probably better workers than mm-hmm. Rock and Austin oh yeah. yeah I mean it's not often the Wrestlemania main event gets two great like really work rate wrestlers in there we almost got Randy Orton and Batista oh because <laughs> <laughs> that's what we wanted but, to see Oh it's a uh, god. But obviously, things are going to change before Mania, clearly, yeah. with the, that main event. But going around with it, Martin, let's start with you. How did you like this pay per view overall coming off a of Rumble? It's not a bad show in itself, but it just feels so inconsequential. It's hard to be objective when you think of what it's coming off and what it's building up to. Right. This show stands out a mile. This has no bearing on. Anything right? Like the tag match, the, the, the number one. But container. the actual match, there's good matches. There's good parts. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like a seven on ten. But it's just hard to shake the feeling that this show does not matter. Right. I think the under- it didn't. It, it didn't matter then, and it sure as shit doesn't matter now. Yeah. No. Jason, what do you think of it? The only reason why anyone remembers this pay per view is because the NWO showing up. Right. You could have had them show up at a do a raw, and it would have been a lot. I think just just as impactful, and I maybe even more so because it, I don't think it would have been as detrimental to what was going on for the pay per view. That could, this could have been the night after this, where the NWO shows up. But that's it. Like we said, none of the matches matter. Nothing right. carries over whatsoever. And that's I don't think there's there's not a repeat of any of these matches at WrestleMania. Right, and it. Remember 2001's No Way Out? Like, the Austin Triple H match meant absolutely nothing yep. for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Rock beating Kurt Angle meant something, because that means he's going to WrestleMania to be mm-hmm. the champ and face whoever. 
or face Austin. But then I was trying to remember the rest of the matches if they had like a clear bearing on WrestleMania. If that was that's another that's a, it's a very highly regarded show. Mm-hmm. Is, is No Way Out 2001. At the same time, is another one of these kind of holdover shows between just between Rumble and Mania, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I I really think it was a, this whole show was a missed opportunity. Shouldn't they have created a new logo and played up the NWO No Way Out thing so much more? Because they do on the yeah. like. What's crazy? I looked it up. There are posters, and there, I think there's a DVD cover that has the. Yeah. And, the and I just they should have used those letters. Exactly. You knew you were going to do this. Yeah. It's not hard. I don't know why they didn't do it. And it's not like we didn't notice it. We're like, oh, NWO, no way out. Oh, wow. And then they don't do anything with it. So there's that. Uh, The show in itself, that sounds like I'm going to rag it on it. I I didn't mind it so much. Uh, I think in terms of being one of those in-your-house type shows, uh, especially compared to the ones that we've seen recently, I think it's one of the better ones. Um, I really enjoyed the Rob Van Dam Gold Gold. The undercard match. is actually pretty yeah. strong. That, that's mm-hmm. that's the best match on the card, and there's not a bad match on the card. There's just not really. There's not a great match on the card. So mm-hmm. I'd give it. A, I'd give it a six. Yeah, I was okay with it, but at the same time, well, where, where's it going? Right. You know, the, what does this do for the future? Do you feel? Let I me. Mean, let's taking what you know, since you can look ahead to the future right. next month, out of it. So this is what I went in looking at. You got the set. You got the tractor trailers right yeah. there. The mm-hmm. NWO is coming. Right. And thinking, I thought they were going to recreate that night on Nitro where they I mean, raise cool. hell. Spike Dudley's the one that's thrown into the trailer. It's right, right there. I mean, like, just it, all it this. Done that. It could have been just so chaotic. Like, And what happens also with, you know, it's a cancer. Cancer spreads. People defecting. I mean, like, right. it would have been awesome just... They helped Jericho win the belt. He's part of the NWO. It's part of the reason why I think Hogan gets cheered so hard at Mania is because they did not do a good job of making these guys out to be heels. Right. You know, like, Hogan should have been doing bad shit all night mm-hmm. to fight the urge that we, even as fans in the day, had to cheer him for being in WWF. If this should have been the restart of the invasion, like the continuation of yeah. it, like, you could have had a... real. And how cool it would have been if, if Vince hadn't brought it, but Shane had brought the NWO because he owned WCW at some at, at mm-hmm. obviously at one point kind of lost. That'd have been okay. If you know if you would if you had tacked it on as like a continuation of the invasion, and again played up like how big a heels these guys are and how they are legitimately trying to take over, mm-hmm. like they try to take over Nitro and they take over WCW. That'd have been much much better. That's why like that that WrestleMania main event like in my mind which. Would have been so much, so much better that showed clearly WWF versus WCWs, Rock, Austin, Triple H versus those three guys, and oh. then have and have Jericho and Angle go for the the main, they're for the belt. Mm-hmm. I mean, like that, that would have been good. Would have been really cool to see. Because yeah, why isn't Nash at Mania? Exactly. Yeah. He looks like he's in great shape. Yes, he and does. I, and I, even at the time, I was wondering why isn't Austin fighting Nash? Not not to devalue Scott Hall because I think Scott Hall's a better wrestler, but Scott Hall was never a main eventer. Right. Not like Diesel, Kevin Nash, guys, you know those two guys. Had why isn't Austin and Mister Perfect fighting the NWO? <laughs> <laughs> Mister Perfect just turns on Austin. Texas yeah. Yes, it would. Oh. Man, that would have been great for Austin's comedy. Oh God, yeah. He come out the cowboy hat <laughs> yeah. on. Grab oh. his crap. Yep. That's I can't quit you, you son of a bitch. Good job, Martin. <laughs> But um, okay, so um, want to talk? Uh, get a couple plugs in here real quick before we talk about heading into our final show of the season. Um, uh, geez, 
Lee Cunningham. He's been a great fan of the show. He was one of our first guys to reach out to us when we did our first season. He has got a podcast now. It is called Raw is Nitro. It is a show where he's going to take... Um, it's you and so far I think they've been more back in the day shows right like 95 so. era is that right no, the first one he did was the the second Nitro second Nitro right taking a look at one night a Nitro versus a Raw and going a little bit deeper than just buy rate actually going match versus match which one really is the better show that night versus just like saying well the buy rate was this so that Nitro was better it's a fantastic concept, it really is, and, it's, and it's a really good show. Uh, you know, one man pods aren't easy, and the way he did it—I mean, I listened to that in the car, and I was just floored because I was interested, and I and I'd seen those shows, and I remembered them, and yet I, he was pointing out things that I didn't remember, you know, and making good good valid points. Um, I really enjoyed it uh, wholeheartedly. It find like uh, however you download podcast. Go find it. Also, even if you don't use iTunes, go to it and leave him a review. Yeah. Give him a is rating. Is he on iTunes? Oh yeah, I, yes. I couldn't yeah. find it on. It iTunes. is there. Now. I had to use SoundCloud. I, iTunes is so weird. Like it's in such a delay because I was working with him yesterday with his uh, cover art, and it was in such a delay that he would update it. And it would take like an hour or hours for it wow. to refresh on that end. So iTunes is can be goofy that way, but. You know, find download it however you can download it, but definitely if you can get to iTunes, leave them some type of rating or subscribe. Do everything you can just to get the word out there further on it. Are also uh, the uh, the Raw Attitude podcast is fantastic as always. It's they're getting he is I'll tell you right now Henry's getting into some really cool territory and it's in that area of time with Unforgiven and Over the Edge with Austin McMahon, which is some of the hottest. Man, action ever. It's that, that, those were the that that little time period. Yeah, that's the good stuff. It's really good, even in high. Like I know um, some of the, the the rest of the material you can be critical of because some of it's just awful. That's just the Austin McMahon. Damn, is it high? Um, so t- please check out um, Henry's podcast. He's on a new network too, which is a really cool network. Do you know they do radio dramas? What? The, they, yes, radio that's drama. Cool. Yeah, it's the Questionable Endeavors. Mm. Is that right, Martin? Is that what it is? Yeah, it is. Yeah, questionableendeavors.net, I want to say. Oh, that guy. They're really, really cool. They've got a lot of different things. Mm. So definitely go check them out as well. And then finally, of course, our buddies, the, the Gore Horseman podcast, uh, as they continue. I, I'm excited for episode 13. I don't yeah. know where they're going to go with it. I know it's, they pretty much opened up the gates. It could be anything. Yep. So that'll be a lot of fun. I still think Heroes of Wrestling is the – if you want to get a pay-per-view and have yeah. some fun – Go get the Jake Roberts 21 promo. Ooh. <laughs> you want to play 21? Yeah, 21. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, of course, us, we're, um, we're going to be on. Yeah, we're, we're not on, bad. We're, you know, we're okay ourselves. Right, maybe. We're on Twitter at yeah. New Blood Pod, and you know, we're, you know, we're on iTunes, so please definitely go to iTunes, and please continue to leave us you know, review, subscribe, and download. Next week, or I guess next week, it'll, yeah, it will be next week. It's going to be the final episode of the season. It's going to be packed because we're going through WrestleMania 18. We're going to do kind of a summary of our season from WrestleMania X7 to WrestleMania X8. And then we're going to have our power rankings. We're going to come up with the top five, based on some criteria, the top five guys of this run. Each of us are going to tally it up, and then we're going to put our points together and figure out, you know, just based on it, who was the best of this run here and everything. So that will be a lot of fun to do. So uh, definitely get revved up for that. 
Um, I said, of course, we're on uh, Twitter at New Blood Pod, the, on Facebook at New Blood Rising Podcast. And uh, if you want to send us an email, it's newbloodrisingpod at gmail.com. I'm at William Rankin83. I'm at the Jason Kiesler. I'm at CM underscore Stabs. And I'm at Bunny Suicida. And we're going to see you guys for in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, WrestleMania X8. Wow. That's it. Sound like the chill. At the end of it? Yeah, that's the end. Are we still on? <laughs> We're still yeah, on. Yeah. Now let me tell you what I think of certain people. <laughs> <laughs> Keep